You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live this week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Daryl Kristen. No, you've gone through a tight one. I know. I made a change because we are family. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are here at Black Hollywood Live, and it's a lovely Friday at this week. I'm your host, Courtney Stewart, and joining me in the studio this week, I have some special guests, y'all. Some people we ain't seen in a while, and somebody we just saw recently, but we're glad to have back. First up, we got Mr. Stefan Wallace joining the panel this Woo-hoo! week. What up, y'all? What up? What's up? What's up? And next is Stefan, the lovely, stylish, and beautiful with a new hair color that I love. This reddish purple going on. Miss Pope is in the Hi. building. Thank yeah. you guys for having me back. I'm so excited. We're so excited that you are here, and I'm so thankful that you are here because <laughs> we needed you this week. The, the guys, I'm obviously not Daryl. We were joking about that at the top of the show. Daryl is off with, I believe, his mom's getting married. So oh, wow. nice. That's sending love and congratulations, congratulations. out to that. And Mr. Mr. Jesse Janity went back to the East Coast to get some rest and relaxation, and we all need that sometimes. So we love you guys. We miss you. We look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. All yes. right. So we got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to be talking about Black Twitter. We got Cosby back in the news again, you guys. Mm. Poor baby. But first up, I want to remind you guys of our buzzer meter question for this week. Unfortunately, we had a little glitch in the system. We didn't get our question up last week, but we do have a new question for you guys. We want to know how did the new reports about Cosby change your opinion of him, or did the new reports about Cosby change your opinion of them? Check, click, yes or no, let us know. We'll follow up with you guys next week and see what you guys thought. But first up, we're going to get into some trending topics this week. Yes, And let's I do think Miss Pober has one for us that's really Try cute. To pull the glasses for this She's got to put on the glasses, y'all. <laughs> so, saying that we should talk about this wonderful gentleman, Thomas Knox, who uh, started this Date While You Wait program okay. uh, at the NYC subway station. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. He said that he wanted to do something positive, mm-hmm. and he thought it was really, really cool. You know, since most people are spending a lot of idle time of sitting around waiting on the Absolutely. train, right? Mm-hmm. That he could set it up, just kind of set up a table in various subway stations, and um, he allows people to sit and chat and um, pretty much just kind of get their that's really cute their network and their <laughs> love interest on in I the like midst it. of their in the midst of your sweaty traveling on the subwayness. <laughs> right, right. right. Why are you waiting for your funky subway ride? Why are you waiting for your funky subway ride? I I think it's fun. I mean, uh, he also plays games. So, you know, uh, the mundane life of traveling the metro transit of any sort Mm -hmm. is, you know, you kind of zombie out when you get on there. That's true. So I think it's cool. He's he's livening it up and bringing some life. So that's cool. Go him for doing it in the summertime. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying. Have y'all been in the New York subways in the summertime? Like, they're mad. It's sweaty. It's it's, it's, it's hot, it's sticky, it like, go him, because that's just, like, bringing a little light to what can be a very dark situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool because, Pun. if you think about it, a lot of the things that we see associated <laughs> with 
I got you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things that we usually see associated with, you know, the subway ride, mm-hmm. at least in recent, you know, news and all these posts on Instagram yeah. and Twitter or whatever, Facebook, is usually negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody fighting, sure. everybody yelling, yes. world star, yeah. you know, trying to just get some drama on the train. So I just think it's nice that he's actually bringing, trying to inject something positive yes. into the train. Sure. And then on top of it, it's a lot of people. Including me, who are still single. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you and, and you never I'm glad know. You and so, at the same time, you know, a lot of us are hoping that we're not going to have to really resort to online dating yes. in the whole digital world. So, I think it's cool. He's making like people interact, human person. interaction. Like, well, I like it. I, yeah, I, I think it's good. I want to go with the devil's advocate for Uh-oh. that on that for for a minute. Um, I welcome that. Yes, we uh, like it. We like that. I like. Livening it up. I like bringing some some positive energy. Dating. (laughs) You're not feeling that? What about dating? Okay, you said sticky, hot, dark. But not everybody's sticky and hot when they get on the train. But not everybody's open and available to conversation about their personal life. But that's, that's vulnerable. A, but maybe that's a good thing because we live in a world where everybody, uh, I mean, on the subway, you actually can't most of the time get on your phone really and do much unless you're playing a game because you're not texting, you're sure. not really doing because you don't have a signal. So you oh, lift your you head up. No. Not, not most of the time. Yeah. I haven't been yeah. on a train in a long you're underground, time. Yeah. So yeah, you're underground. So it's kind of cool to like, because people still will try to hold their phone like they're doing something, right. listening to music or playing uh, a game. Which you can. And you're forcing yourself to interact with another person. A date is relative. Like it doesn't not it okay. doesn't have to be romantic connection. Okay. It's just okay. like we could have a date to just talk. And or it's like you an know underground version of speed dating. Yeah. And I'm sure you get to choose if you want to sit down. Yeah, yeah. You don't I have mean, to sit down. Yeah. The picture's super cute. I you know, I get it. <laughs> It, it looks cool. What if it was a hot chick? Would you like sit down and date? I think absolutely. I mean, yeah. my answer would be yeah. So he should franchise, right? <laughs> Who knows? Somebody might find love. Exactly. Or you know what? You know how people like they they on they're on the train a lot of times with the same people over and over. Exactly. But they never get the courage never to speak say anything. To them. Yeah. Exactly. They okay. be like next week when she's on that nine o'clock train. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I'm gonna get old boy. Stalker alert. Yeah. <laughs> and think about this. Somebody might be standing there listening to the conversation and like, oh my god, this is so cute. And then yeah. it starts like a bigger interaction with more people together. And it's this like, ain't coming to America. If you're really <laughs> prince, yeah, I'll marry you. Whatever they say, you know. I don't know. Okay, well, dating I think is a, is kind of a stretch. I, I like the human interaction. Um, I love the idea, just yeah. breaking the monotony of of, of life, life. Mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. Plus, people don't talk day. no more. All they do exactly. is exactly they don't talk. Who is it? And I'm totally guilty. <laughs> I'm so guilty. So I appreciate it and respect it. Yeah. Wish Shout you the best of luck. Shout out to you for real. All right. Another interesting trending topic we had this week was that Black Twitter. You guys has been in a lot of news this week actually because the L.A. Times hired a special reporter to cover black Twitter. Mm -hmm. And this young man is named Dexter Thomas, and he is a PhD in East Asian Studies and has done extensive studying in Japanese hip-hop. And uh, they basically have pulled him so that he can sort of pull stories from Black Twitter and introduce those to a wider audience using the LA Times basically and their network and all of that and obviously the LA Times thinks that Black Twitter is a very important and substantial medium that needs to be paid attention to. Sure. But Black Twitter also was not that pleased with this selection <laughs> okay. for a few reasons. Primarily because apparently Dexter is not 
necessarily what? considered to be on a black Twitterer. <laughs> a black Twitterer. <laughs> to be okay. a black Twitterer. So people were kind of upset and concerned about what that really means. Right. right. And if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So what do you guys think? I think that it's a little bizarre that we constantly are inundated with these media outlets, yeah. <laughs> as you will, you know, choosing people who are not of us yes. to represent us or to share or give our perspective mm-hmm. on things that are obviously important to us. Black Twitter is the, you know, is the uh, birth or what do you call it? The, um, the, the result of people being very, very passionate sure. yes. about different topics, sure. you know? Yeah. So how Voice do you then bring in, I mean, shout out to the guy, I mean, he's studying for his doctoral, yes. doctorate or whatever, you know, he's very educated, he seems intelligent, you know, he's international, he's done, you know, programming and, and um, you know, he's been active yes. in social media, he's not like he just, you know, yeah. came out of college he's and said, I'll do this. this. So he's been doing this. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, come on now, can we... All the black, talented writers, journalists, students, bloggers, why did they have to then pick somebody who's not African-American to represent us? And this is ironic, too, because then black Twitter drags them. (laughs) (laughs) Often. Yeah. And very well. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. I I don't think that's fair. mm, I'm on the fence. I... You know, I understand totally. I, I think that uh, obviously, if you're going to go to Black Twitter to hire a representative, um, it's called Black Twitter. Right? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here's a guy. When you think he, what he's studying is is uh, when you started, it was like Asian studies. Like that's what it's the hip hop culture. In, but he studies the hip hop culture, yeah. And the hip hop culture is is now colorless almost. You know, it's so vast, it's so huge, and it's it's inclusive of everybody. It's no longer, you know, exclusive to just us. But hip-hop is synonymous with black culture, but black culture is not synonymous with hip-hop. Black culture is way bigger than just a hip-hop perspective. Yeah. I mean, you think about Agreed. the things that we really care about that have nothing to do with hip-hop. Yeah. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think the smarter thing to do would have been to hire two people, even though I'm sure because it's the LA Times, they don't have the budget. <laughs> so, but I think it would have been interesting it. to have a person of the black persuasion to yeah. be hired because that is relevant to what is going on on black Absolutely. Twitter and there's an interpretation that means something specific that a black person interprets versus maybe what an Asian or a white person or somebody Absolutely. else. But I do think there is value in what this Dexter guy would, his interpretation and how he views and the way he sees stories and to pull stories from black Twitter and what he thinks is important. That I think that means something and that is important to sort of pay attention to also, but I think that to give it that extra sort of legitimacy, it should also be another person. Like, I think they need somebody working together. Or yeah. maybe they should just get a biracial person and be done with it. <laughs> or, or the, you know what, too? Think of, I, I don't know. I kind of almost feel like we just got robbed again. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people I mean, felt that way. We finally had something yeah. that really is showing our leverage yes. and our influence. I mean, we get upset mm-hmm. about something, we don't like it, Black Twitter, Twitter changes goes, some things. It does. Yeah, it's it finally does. us having a voice. Yes. And then you take that voice and you only give, you have someone you else who's not down. of you us. You watered it down. Yeah. I'm just like, please, like, can't we just have something that's ours? Something that's, that's ours. Yes. We have I do agree. Black I, Hollywood love. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am. 
Um, because, but, like, we need to have a voice, a, a platform sure. for our perspective. Well, speaking of a platform for our perspective in black Twitter, apparently MTV2 is also doing a show about black Twitter, and they have Charlemagne oh. the God from Radio Fame yeah, yeah. Not that will be hosting some sort of show regarding the stories that show up on black Twitter. Mm-hmm. Don't have all the information on the specific format of the show. Okay. But some people were a little bothered thinking that they would sort of turn it into just the effery that is Black Twitter, like the funny stuff and the quirky stuff because sure. it's MTV2 mm-hmm. and they're worried that that also waters down the power and point of what Black Twitter actually is. So I'm that's glad an interesting to hear it. Thought. I think it's actually a good and idea. I think Charlemagne will do idea. it justice. I mean, he's a little bit broader than just that yes. ratchet mm-hmm. drama <laughs> angle. I've seen yeah. him, you know, get kind of intellectual, intellectual and dig deeper on some things if he cares about it. Yeah. So I think he'll do a good job. Shout yeah. out Charlemagne. Shout out yeah, Charlemagne. Yeah. You got a new job and that's good yes. all the time. So. And at least he's always been repping us. That's true. And it's, in, in the true. end, it still puts us on a even it puts us on a bigger platform because there's plenty of people that don't know what Black Twitter means or know anything about it that maybe are now going to see it on MTV or see it in the LA Times and be like, wait, what is this and why does it mean mm-hmm. something? And maybe yeah. with the new knowledge that we all have going into this world right now. Cause of Note to LA Times, time. though, you have to hire a black guy or a girl Please, like, just to start. It, you know, as the inaugural person. A consultant it's gotta, you, or something. You gotta be like, like, <laughs> no to all media outlets. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I started in TV news, and it was so annoying to me that I would go out and cover, you know, stories that affected us. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you have to be objective. Yes. You know, so I could not be subjective. So it's like, come on now. There's not a shortage of intelligent, articulate, mm-hmm. well-written people who can represent us in media You've outlets. Got three right here, right? You right know, here. Think about I mean, we young, got two. Young just... <laughs> journalists. He's just alone for the ride, but you know, <laughs> some of the young black journalists and bloggers can't get a job in a media yeah. outlet. So when you should give us our shot, yeah. right. can you please just leave it at home? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll keep our eye on it and see how it goes. Yeah. Yes, please. and then we will use Black Twitter to change it if we need to. And the pressure's okay. on the Dragon dude black right now. You know, and have. I would. Want to be the, the guy? I wouldn't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Definitely wouldn't want to be that guy. The pressure is on him. It's on him. He's under the microscope right For now. For sure. And you better get it right. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> I see? Be, I'm see, actually see, fascinated. See? You better get it right. I can't wait to see what he does. Actually, like I'm actually fascinated to see what he pulls out of it. But speaking of fascination, those mm. of you that are fascinated with the amazing television shows that are always on the air, there are great shows out there right now. Yes. We yes. do everything at AfterBuzzTV.com. All the after shows that you could ever imagine are at AfterBuzzTV.com. So you watch your favorite show, like Scandal or Love and Hip Hop, which Stefan joyfully co-hosts with DJ Jesse J. Uh, You check those shows out. You want to talk about it and hear what people are saying about it and just engage about it? Go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check it out because it's lots of fun over there and that's our sister network. So, all right. So we also have a little gossip that was going on this week and Popper's got some of it for us. Let me just go in a little of this gossip. Okay, first of all, let's talk about Sierra. Mm -hmm. She's so pretty. I am not a hater. That's a gorgeous woman. She's real cute. Mm -hmm. Um, But, of course, she has a new man. Her new boo is Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Super Bowl um, champion, Russell Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl champion, handsome, educated, intelligent. Mm Mm-hmm. Loving, loving, God fearing black man, black man, hey, hey. loving it because what I Holy like God. is I know if you guys heard, but they have decided to choose abstinence. Yeah. Hey. So even though as gorgeous as they are, and I'm sure they have that chemistry and that passion, he said on a show recently that um, he was backstage mm-hmm. with her on her tour. Yes. And he um, he said God spoke to him. 
and pretty much said, you need to lead her. And he was like, what, Lord? And <laughs> God was like, I'm serious. You need to lead her. You need to guide her. And he said that he went on, before she went on stage, and he asked her, how would you feel if we took all that out of the equation? Mm. And she said she was with it. So yeah. even right. though they have this wonderful relationship now, and they're obviously into each other, they are abstaining. Yeah. And Good I'm all for it. Cause I'm, I've been celibate three years. Can't right, you feel the heat on me? <laughs> 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 you feel the heat on me? I don't know what that was. I don't That's what that fire was. My microphone was, was right. buzzing. <laughs> I don't know what was going on in here. Purpose setting it on fire. Here we go. <laughs> Well, that's lovely for them. I think that's beautiful. You know what? Sound like you feel well, it. this is my problem with it. Like, I'm glad. I mean, I'm anybody that can choose abstinence and really stick to it, God bless them. That's amazing. Like, it yeah. is not an easy thing to do. It is a definitely, it's a powerful choice, I think. And I think it's a positive choice, but it's difficult. But my issue with it was like, why are you telling, like, I was, I heard it and I was kind of like, why are y'all telling us? I don't want to know about y'all sex life. Like, no. I just don't want to know. But then I see the other side that it's like positive reinforcement to somebody out there who's maybe trying or like. Sure wanting maybe it's time for them to set aside being so sexual and like try a relationship without it so that it's in a, a different place and it maybe will give somebody else the courage so I get that part of it but then there's the part of it for me that's like oh, it's celebrities again talking about their sex life like why did, <laughs> and it wasn't even like where did it come like why I don't want to know he felt that it was like a mission God gave him he even said that he he was he he was in a spiritual place where he they were being instructed. He was being instructed to team up with her to do something miraculous, mm-hmm. where they could use the influence that she had, Absolutely. the yes. influence that he had, yes. to influence other you know young people, people who are do. single yes. to abstain and to wait until marriage until they you know consummate their relationship. Yes, and I'm sorry, but as you say, like a lot of celebrities talking about you know sex. On the flip side, though, I think celebrities need to. Teach people or share a little bit more yeah. than thought ometry. Yes. Yep. Thought ometry. She said thought. Thought ometry <laughs> and hoology. Uh. Like those classes are not working and not getting too many people anywhere. That's but true. you know, in a bunch of trouble with a bunch of baby daddies and sure, sure. diseases and other other issues, issues or whatever. I think we it's time for celebrities to yeah. teach more. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think yeah. um, you know, Coming from uh, being a professional athlete, which they have uh, no shortage of uh, options, mm-hmm. uh, neither do uh, <laughs> celebrity singers or, or actors, pop stars. Pop stars. Mm-hmm. They have no shortage. So I think um, their platform, in particular, is larger. So I think it, it, it kind of it affects more. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I do feel like anytime you lay a foundation and you make a sacrifice of any sort, it, if, you know, it's not all about, for me, it's not so much about abstaining from sex. Uh, anytime you come together as a team, as a unit, and you make a sacrifice, you build this foundation that's so strong that it's kind of unbreakable, you know? So um, I like that they're showing that in lieu of uh, us having all these questions about marriage. Mm-hmm. So they're leading up to, obviously, uh, or hopefully, Mm-hmm. Uh, a very strong foundation laid into a marriage. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to see a marriage done really well, hopefully. And correctly. Yeah, hopefully. So, it you know, happens, I yeah. think this is a this is a great thing. It's a good announcement. Russell Wilson is, uh, you know, he plays for Seattle. Uh, he attends Judah Smith's church out in Seattle um, called the City Church. Judah Smith, shout out to you. He also <laughs> preaches here on Wednesdays in L.A. Um 
fantastic leader, mm-hmm. fantastic pastor, and and I know, you know, being under that uh, tutelage, you're gonna do something do great, something like great. Uh, or big, like. Hey, I got to make a, a decision make for a God. Decision and statement. So, all right, uh, I agree with them. I, I, love, I, I, like I wish it. them luck. I it's, don't think it's for everybody. It's not for everybody, but it is such a just refreshing contrast to what we see every day. I mean, it's come on, look at you guys on your show, right? You guys talk about love and hip hop all day. Ignorance. Look at freaking uh, little Jock. Young Jock, young Jock, young Jock, yeah, I cannot. Well, little Jock, I refuse. He's little, isn't he? It can't be little because they all love him. Ew, no. Oh, I didn't mean like that. Okay, they all love him. But come on, now you got girls like what six, seven, eight baby mamas like. What is he doing? And then this other girl, I forget her name, but she's like, she actually, I think she was hoping she was pregnant. I don't know if you yeah. see that yeah, episode. Yeah, the last one. When she was like, Katie. I've been craving, Katie. I've been craving yeah. stuff, girl. Come on, we all like to eat. You've been craving stuff every day. We all been craving. <laughs> but she tried to say she was craving, she might yeah. be pregnant. I think she was a little disappointed that she wasn't. because she wanted to be in a baby mama's club. I mean, come on, what is yeah. wrong? She wanted to be in the club. No, This girl, this new generation is just doing the and most. And I will say, I, I, I'm, I'm so like, that because I don't know Sierra, but yeah. I, I've liked her and it bothered me a little like the whole situation with Future. Future he got like say. five baby mamas yeah. and four babies and she was stepping into that. And I'm like, and that's not to say that you know a man can't change or I don't know, but mm-hmm. I just like, girl, aren't you? You, you can do more and honestly, than that. With Sierra, than she's Future. always had that good girl kind of <laughs> complex, even when she was dating Future, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> I felt like she was she she didn't really have like um what we see from a lot of other pop stars coming up. She, That's just because we haven't what? seen her. Her, her, okay. Art, okay. her art is super sexy. And that's the other thing that I kind of, it makes me think about when I hear that. I'm like, okay, you're abstaining, and you're, but you're so sexualized as yeah. a profession. And yeah. I understand why it exists. I understand that you really ain't going to say all of that. Like, probably if you're it. not, like, because you're competing with <laughs> Rihanna and whatnot. But it's like, it's a real, to me, it's still a really mixed message that you are sending. Sure. And I just, I don't know if I feel good about but it. But sometimes, I keep it real, sometimes you embark on something in entertainment, yes. you know, you're a producer too, and then something happens after you're already That's true. deep Down in road. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is this epiphany or whatever, you know, that makes you want to say, well, I wish I'd done it differently. differently. But so, yeah. you know I mean? I'm sure this album, I mean, he told her this when she was on tour. Yeah. yeah. Album's out. Records are out. Yeah. Stuff is in the charts. So she can't, like, undo her sexy of course. image, you know? And I'm, I don't think I'm they, if I, I'm speculating, but I don't think that they, I think that they've had sex before. Really? You think so? Absolutely. Ooh, if why? you come, if you come forward and you say, "Okay, God just spoke to me. Uh, we're gonna put a halt to this. All this." He didn't say that though. I don't want to misquote the brother. He didn't say, "Let's put a halt to this." He said, "How would you feel if we take that out of the equation of our relationship?" Because it was in the equation. But they, no, no. But sex could be. Cuddling, sex could be other levels levels of intimacy. We grow. I didn't, without inter- no, that's I not didn't think about it, but now that you say it, I I, I think, think I think they maybe. had already started, and now, and now they saying, don't want to do anymore. Yeah, okay, but, well, which I, I still respect. I still respect. Yeah, the same not, I mean, it's, it's even. I think it's a little more admirable yes. even if you did it and it's you want to you want to hold out. Right, like, right. I'm three years three years celibate, Uh-oh. and I was in a relationship for two and a half five, five, five. Two, over two of those years. <laughs> seven, three, seven. 
<laughs> Shut up, you're a mess. <laughs> but I was in a relationship with someone, and he lived with me. Okay. For those two years. Mm, and, I mean, I'm a big girl, but I... I come on now. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I'm fat tablets with it. I can bring the sexy... <laughs> And so it wasn't a matter of us not being physically attracted to each other. Yeah. But I'm a Christian woman, and I was like, you know what? I've done it the wrong way. Sure. I've done it, and, and yeah. it, it ended up it with the wrong guy, and it ended up no way. I wonder if God would bless me with Mr. Right if I just wait for, mm-hmm. you know, the right for him to give me the right man. And when it happens, so I was like, the next guy I'm having sex with, I'm marrying him. Yeah. So since I saw that this guy wasn't marriage material, and even I was trying Moving to help develop on. him into it. For two years, I gave him the opportunity to see if he was Mr. Right, and he never proved to be Mr. Right, so he never Time hit it. Move on, he booted him. But you can do things and be intimate. They can cuddle, they can kiss, they can massage. Of course, absolutely. Man, y'all better stop massage. Don't massage me too many times. I just don't. Okay, cuddling only stop. can happen three, four times, two, one time. Cuddling can only happen one time. Oh my God. It's so, you can come close. I mean, don't get it wrong. I mean, we came close a few times, but see, I had to just been like, you know what? I am not betraying what I promised God for you. I'm Sorry, it looks good. It Y'all better move on. <laughs> I know this Bible. I'm telling you. Because, all right, where are we going? The road that you're going down now <laughs> is where I have a I have an issue with Christians. Oh, that's a that's another no, whole is. story. That's another whole story that we, that's what, that we, we, even on we, we don't have we don't have time on this show to get into, but we're gonna save that one for <laughs> well, whenever we'll you're ready for the after week. show. Y'all we'll come say, to the after yes. show. We'll be <laughs> after dark, y'all. We'll, we'll be on <laughs> find us on Instagram oh, and Periscope and all that of that. You we'll got go on, number. but we gotta yes. we gotta move on to the okay. next one with Miss Paul over here. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So now this other one. Let's talk about this. <laughs> On a whole nother note, Chris Tucker. Yes. He's being sued by. Oh, he and Netflix yes. are being sued by gentlemen. Let me just make sure I have his name right. Um. What is this guy's name? I have it on my phone. I'll tell you his name. But he basically he's being sued by this comedian who wrote, um, who says that he wrote a lot of the material. Yes. He's an actor. He's a comedian himself. Huh. And basically he says that they didn't pay him like over $60,000 yes. um, in fees, royalties, or whatever that were owed to him. And it's basically for the Chris Tucker live show. Yes. Gotcha. You know? So the show is, the the Chris Tucker live show is supposed to come out on Netflix yes. in just a couple days. In a couple days, he's been on the press circuit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And now, the guy is like, wait a minute. I didn't get yeah. my money. I think he said something about he was paid a little bit, like, for the first two years. He worked on it for, like, five years. Yeah, since 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. He, he got a little bit in the beginning, but then the check stopped coming. So he waited, apparently, to sue because he thought maybe the attention or something would help or make it more possible for him to get what is owed to him. He worked for like three, four years without a check, y'all. See, give that man his money. Come on now. Netflix got the money. Chris Tucker got the money. Well, does he? I mean, well, maybe Chris Tucker. Tucker, Tucker, he's trying to make. He's trying to bankruptcy thing. Yeah, and he was like down by like a hundred. And he's the homie. I was, you know, I remember old Chris Tucker. He well, he's back and he looks like he's in full effect because he's been on the morning show circuit and he's funny and energetic and you know, is this picture recent? Uh, yeah. That's so he did special. lose a little bit of weight because he had lost, gained oh, a little bit. Oh, he has lost some weight, but you can still tell it's a little. He's matured. He's matured. But uh, it's it, I don't know. I mean, just let them pay and move it on. I, I feel like they possibly will will pay him uh, this this guy, mysterious man that we will know about very soon. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get his name while you guys talk. You know, once it once the show drops mm-hmm. and it starts to make a little money. 
I don't know if they said, hey, you know, we'll hit you on the back end. We'll I don't know what the end. deal is, but you, you'll get. I, I'm sure. They're not trying to just maliciously rob him. I don't know if it's malicious, but uh, people get stiffed all the time for they their do. creative input. Yeah, they, so do. they do. Good luck. We'll get his name and wish him good luck shortly. Good luck, sir. While we're, while we're pulling that up, hey, though, and it better gonna, be funny. All this suing, it, it better, it be, better funny. be funny. That's my thing. I w- I'm ready to see it because I've been waiting for Chris Tucker to do something, and I'm 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 right. I'm going to see. I, sometimes and I, I get laugh. caught up late insomnia, uh, and I need a, a funny was, special. I, money watch. talks came on the other day. I, I was watching it. Fifth Element the other day, and I was dying. <laughs> yes. oh Money talks at me. So hysterical. You laughed out loud. Yes. Yeah. He was a He's beast. fantastic. So we wishing him luck. But uh, while Popper pulls that name up, we're going to remind you guys to go to iTunes. Check us out on iTunes. Make sure you're downloading us. Make sure you're rating us, giving us comments, letting us know how we're doing, because we actually More read your comments and we pay attention. <laughs> and we want to make the best shows possible for you. Check out all of our other shows on the network. we got Justice is Served. We've got Fashion 411. You can check Check out all the music stuff on the beat. We got a lot of programming for you guys. Keep paying attention. Keep giving us input because we love input from the fans and we do our best I can to make it the best shows that we can make. I do. I have his Pretty name good. right here. I want to say something real quick about this guy, though. Um, his name is... Uh, Terry Hodges. Terry Hodges. Oh, I had it That's in my email. Terry Hodges. Wishing I, him luck. Yeah, and I do want yes. to say this, though. Come on, can we please stop stealing each other's ideas, though? When people steal, when people steal someone else's creative works, I feel like you're stealing from God. Yes. Because those inspirations come from, and I'm not trying to be back on my Jesus wag, but no. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Because we'll talk about that later. But I'm just saying that I do feel like some of this stuff is like yeah. you, your gift. It's your, it's your gift. Your art is your gift. Yeah. And it is generally given, I believe. Yeah. And, you know, having yeah. people steal songs. And, and we can honestly <sighs> collaborate, guys. Like, we don't have to be greedy. We can actually have honest collaborations and give credit where credit is due and checks where checks are due. But I understand that miscommunications happen and misunderstandings happen and who was really in control of what, but let's just we could be better at how and 100% of zero is zero yes, you know what I mean if you exactly. get the reputation of just robbing people of their ideas that's just so it whack sucks. so what we're saying is that the uh, in, in conclusion the LA Times should hire a uh, black person Craig Hodges what's his name <laughs> Ty Hodges what is it Terry Hodges Tyrone Terry Hodges Terry, Terry, Hodges. Terry, Hodges. Terry Hodges LA, LA Times. Times check them out alright <laughs> we gotta quickly get into some hot topics for this week because there have been some crazy things and some amazing things going on this week in the come, regular come. news first up we got Cosby back in the news, guys. Uh, it really depresses me every time we have to cover this. But um, uh, obviously, this week, the deposition from his uh, 2005 case came out. Yeah. Uh, it was a case in which he was accused by a employee of Temple University of some sexual misconduct and sexual harassment, etc. And basically, they had been fighting not to have the deposition released for quite some time, but the judge that released it this week decided basically that Cosby has placed himself in a position of moral sort of information and superiority in this in this culture, and wow. and it's, it's fair to question, and the press and the public, thereby the public, should be able to know honestly what happened in this case, which is the reasoning for releasing this information. And basically what we found out is that he admitted on this deposition that he had purchased quaaludes for the purpose of giving them to women whom he would be having sex with. Drops Mike. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. the the face is priceless. The argument the picture that, we have I know the, the I picture is perfect. When, when you just said that, I look back at the face. I'm like, oh, yeah. So I mean, as most of you should know by now, if you don't, over two dozen women, over two dozen women have accused him of rape and drugging and raping him, raping them, and it's been over the course of approximately 40 years. And this, the 2005 case that the deposition was released, the woman did reach a settlement with Cosby yep. out of court. So it's sort of quiet on her end. And the argument kind of has been that technically he was only admitting to the situation with that, that woman. woman. Yep. And that's not an, that's not him saying he's drugged all these women, but uh, <laughs> some people, celebrities, Jill Scott has come out, spoken, and she, she had supported him in the beginning. Like, we don't, he's not been proven guilty of anything. Like, we can't tarnish, destroy this man mm-hmm. based on allegations. She has come out and since said that, you know, she can't support him anymore. But Whoopi Goldberg still says that we still don't have him proven guilty of any crime and we should hold our judgment. And she got a lot of flack for that on The View. She said it, I believe, on Tuesday. And directors like Judd Apatow have come out and actually said to people like Whoopi Goldberg, like, when are we actually going to support the women and stop hanging on to Cosby's dream? Wow. So, how y'all feeling about that this week? How we this story pisses me off. Uh-oh. In so many ways. I'm sorry, this story pisses me off. Number one, because I sit before you in a size 18, 20, 22, 24. I don't know which mm-hmm. one I am this week. But <laughs> And part of the motivation or how I got here is because when I came up through this entertainment industry 20 plus years, I was constantly propositioned and put in situations with people who everyone else respected yes. in the industry who then told me that in order to succeed, I had to compromise myself. Okay, let's get to now. Is that an excuse for overeating, not being healthy, whatever? No, stupidest mistake I ever made in my life. But the whole point is, is that... So many times, the industry guy, the known guy, yes. his word or his reputation supersedes the truth of what you actually experience. Mm-hmm. And it is horrific. I've had known people who are household names tell me, you want to read this script? You know what to do? Unzipping their pants. Pull their uncircumcised member out in my face. <gasps> yes. Details, still has yes, book coming soon. Um, over and over and over again, you know, uh, so-and-so did it. What makes you think you're better? Like, and, and the thing is, when you're a woman in the industry and you really want to be successful, you're constantly torn between, do I tell and get blackballed? Yes. Or is everybody going to turn against me? I'll never work again. No one will believe me. So real But quick. you never, ever, yeah. you never uh, forget. You, no, and, 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 you and, don't and forget. And it destroys your passion for the industry industry, it almost, sometimes even if you're a good girl, it makes you really consider, like, maybe this is maybe how I got to do it. Like, this is the only person, way. Yeah, yeah. This person's telling me she did it in the limo and she did it at the award show and she did it in the studio. So what's up with you? You're not better looking than them. I was a size 5 when I went through that. And I really mm. remember just waking up one morning saying, you know what? I just want to be a fat girl. I want to be a girl that nobody wants to sleep with. I just want to be the church girl. You would never screw. And all I care, because Queen Latifah's fat, she's successful. Oprah's fat, she's successful. Missy's fat. I'll just be a fat girl be successful. I want to take the appeal out of the equation. And I'm saying for someone as intelligent and strong as me to resort and feel that desperate that that was the only way maybe I could protect myself is to not be appealing to these kind of people. For him to even possibly get away with this I don't believe that all these women are putting their names and their careers and their reputations on the line just to defame this man Man. who probably got another 10 years, if he's lucky, of life left. I really think they are telling their truth, and I wish we would stop validating this kind of behavior. Because one thing I want to say is this, is that in the real world, if you worked at AT AT&T or Coca-Cola and you experienced this type of stuff... 
you would have grounds for lawsuits. You would be protected by human resources. In the entertainment industry, there is no There's protocol. no HR, guys. There's no HR. Everybody's just running by their own rules. Yeah. And so yeah. that's how they're getting away with it. That's my two cents. I'm sticking to it. But I'm <laughs> What's pissed off. Guys, <laughs> well, you know, that's unfortunate that, um, you know, I think everybody goes through it, but women obviously more than more than guys. Um, and I in no way advocate uh, Bill Cosby or Sir f- uh, former father of America, Bill Cosby. Um, but I do want to say, <laughs> oh no, I want to go say, if there's 24 women, how many of these women? Because there was, from what I read, there were there were meetings at uh, Mr. Cosby's home. You know, I don't know how many meetings that you thought were platonic were happening at Bill Cosby's house. Uh, y'all knew that Mr. Cosby was married, mm-hmm. but you were still engaging in some sort of secluded activities with Mr. Cosby. Uh, I think a lot of these women wanted to get some form of advancement in their careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fame bug was, was biting them, and they felt like this might work out. They went along with a lot of things. Mm. And unfortunately, now that, you know, uh, one or two girls, I think, uh, had the right to come out and say this was wrong, uh, the rest of them are jumping on the bandwagon. Mm. No, but the thing is, people are I don't think he was wrong ta- with everybody. But we're taught that <laughs> I don't think he was wrong sorry. with everybody. Right. But what I do think is that there are too many people for it. Even if yes. it only happened once, drugging a yeah, woman yeah, yeah. and raping her, you deserve to be in jail. Shout out to CeeLo Green. I think that it... <laughs> Oh my God! I, I, if we don't keep it real, I, just, we keep it real. I mean, I just. But in the end, for me, like it, it, it's so destructive. But I just feel like at this point, we all need to let go. Because I know I'm. I wanted to hold on to the hope that there was something that explained it. Oh yeah. And I, there, there's nothing to explain it anymore. Because out of his own mouth, even if it was only the one time, he had the idea that he would possibly use quaaludes to drug women. And do I think some of the women probably put themselves in uh, not kosher situations, yeah. which made them vulnerable? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But in the end, we have to get away from living in a culture where we find excuses for why. It's the same thing with nothing the Black Lives Matter. It. Like we can't keep telling black men that it, it, you don't get to question a police officer at all right, like, right, right. if they pull you over and it's obviously because you might sure. get shot like the responsibility is not on the victim and we have got to learn to like shift that I, a I little agree. bit and I understand that we have to also keep the whole innocent before proven guilty situation going on right. but when it comes to specifically sexual assault and rape we have to be honest about how we actually treat women in this country when they are raped and that we don't live in an environment where we honor what those women have gone through and at this, all and this also helps precipitate the mindset of the women when people so say well why didn't they tell it's been so many years it's because look what happens when, when they you tell. tell i was i was raped my my first sexual experience was raped rape prom night yeah tell because I didn't want to deal with the stigma of it. My parents ended up finding out I got pregnant. My first time having sex. Once again, 
alcohol. I had never drank in my life. I was a little innocent church girl. Got drunk, drank for the first time, did a couple shots, playing those stupid game quarters. Next thing you know, I wake up to someone on top of me. What I'm saying is, though, women can go through years of withholding this because there's so many different levels of repercussions that she knows she may experience, yeah. even though she's the victim. And somebody always says, well, why were you there? Mm-hmm. Right. That's not the point. The mm-hmm. point was I was there and something was done and to me. Why would you, and why would you okay. be there? Because we're taught that this industry is about interpersonal relationships. So if you meet someone who you think can give you a life-changing opportunity, and it might be 1 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock after their show, you yeah. know, after their concert or after yeah. their event, and you're thinking, I mean, because I understand the mindset, and you're thinking, this is my one shot yeah. that I might be able to sit down and have a dialogue with this person. Yeah. And granted, he may be physically attracted to me, but if I keep myself poised, I act like a lady, I can at least build some kind of friendship yeah. or whatever. You're never going to think that he's just going to take it. Uh-oh. You're thinking that he has too much to lose. He can get anybody that he wants. And he wouldn't and he have wouldn't, to take he wouldn't it. And he certainly wouldn't drug you. me to do it. Because so. I've done it. He I mean, you know, in my 20s, I would go yeah. and sit in a hotel with a stone And person. it's also a very informal industry. Like, you meet in restaurants. You meet in hotels. Clubs. You meet in clubs. Like, so it's That's not true. like you, you go, go to an office building all the time. Yeah, That's true. It's just how it is. But Either way, Shame on Cosby, you, Mr. Cosby, I'm so mad at you and your Shame crap. Yes. I can't even tell you. Cosby reruns have been taken off the air on multiple channels. Which like, is insane. You, and it's sad because it has completely destroyed a portion of our culture absolutely. that meant every like it really our did culture, right. our childhood our like, upbringing yeah. he changed up the perspective in a lot of ways and now it's screwed so thank you Mr. Cosby for being a dick and also killing your own legacy and killing your own legacy and for all you guys out here who are still Moving. participating in that same bull crap <laughs> please stop oh, they're doing it. stop it and women think about up. it it could be your daughter it could be it your could be niece. anybody yeah. they and say one so in three lazy. women it's in this country cool about taking it I know Stefan did not say it's so lazy it's so lazy we want to close out with a little more yes. positive story. Something positive. We're going to give yes. a shout out to, to the Mothers Against Senseless Killings Yay! volunteers. So all of you guys out there probably heard all of the senseless acts of violence that happened in Chicago over the holiday weekend. Uh, it was on 4th of, July, right? on 4th of July weekend. It was like on replay on every news network you could possibly see. And it was on multiple times a day. But That's nobody ridiculous. talked about the fact that this group of mothers in Inglewood, which is a south side neighborhood in Chicago, mm-hmm. decided that, because last year was like one of the most deadly uh, 4th of July weekends in the city's history. So they decided this year was going to be different. And this group of volunteers put on these bright pink shirts and they literally walked the streets of Inglewood over the long weekend. And it turns out that there were no shootings that were reported wow. in that neighborhood over Yay. the weekend. Wow. So I, we could go into all the details of all the horrible things that happened with all the other close by areas and there were lots of killings and there was uh, one prayers and out to the family of the young boy who was killed at the fireworks. Our hearts are with you but it would be nice to salute these women from Mothers Against Senseless Killings because your actions matter people in your community so and if they didn't show it that I don't know what else can show you that. One person can make a change. One person can make a change. We wish you guys the best. They said they're going to continue to do it 
until yeah. the Labor Day, through the Labor Day weekend, and there's some other organizations that are kind of trying to jump in and help out a little bit more. So hopefully, as they call it right now, they're calling it Chirac because of <laughs> how deadly it is in the city. And um, Spike Lee is actually doing the movie about oh, Chirac, Chirac. calling it Chirac. Chirac yeah. Yeah. Chirac. Yeah. It's because it, it's it's out of control, like in ways that we can't even yeah. I didn't know to that, imagine. Did you know that uh, Chicago got the rating as like the murder capital yeah. of the U.S.? It's, yeah. it's pretty. It's it was it's gotten ridiculous. really bad. I mean, they're living up to that. Yeah, they and they well, they've 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 suffered quite a bit apparently due to the economic downturn in a way, and their 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 jump back is not coming quite as right. rapidly. They literally got rid of uh, one of the worst housing projects in the world. Yes. They got rid, rid of, of it, it and, and it's, it's, still still it's still that bad. Are struggling. So that's ridiculous. Thanks to all of the cops and all of the fam, because the cops actually got involved. There were some of the volunteers like up in their time on the streets and whatnot. So congratulations to you guys. That's an accomplishment, yeah, yeah. and I think it should be touted. And we hope and pray that it continues to be an yes. effective form Ignite of a fire around the yeah, around the country, around the entire country, because yeah. we need to police our own neighborhoods, and we got to switch it. We got to change it, guys. And it goes to show if you know people come together and, and just try to do something. Yes, mm-hmm. you know I'm sure these women weren't armed or looking mm-hmm. like, you know, mean mean women walking around. They probably were sweet and right. holding hands Mine and is. whatever. They just decided to do something. Yeah. They so. brought the attention and the awareness. Adam, did you guys see the, the video that's that's going around of the police officer who um spoke out no no he spoke oh. out on camera to another police officer about violating people's rights. Oh. Yeah, it's I'll, I'll send you guys a link to it, but huh. it's amazing cool. that on camera he was like citizens have rights and they are not to be violated and you know, you're not, you know, you can't do this, don't do this sure. on my watch, don't do this. And I just he's just another example of what we saw with these ladies mm-hmm. that if just a few people stand up. Stand up yeah. that we can make this viral, you know, and make it positive yeah. and work. Yeah. I'm going to leave it out it. with this little quote from uh, one of the mothers. Her name is Tamar Manasseh, I believe. She was the group leader. And she made this quote, and I think it just completely applies, and we'll just leave that for a thought. She said, quote, when you start treating people like people again and not like animals, people behave like people. Parents behave like parents, and the darndest thing happens. Kids start acting like kids, and they stop shooting people. Wow. wow. So That's that was great. real deep, real thoughtful. Profound like, woman. Think about it, y'all. I Let's like think it. about it. So we'll I leave like it on it. that note. We want to thank you guys out there for joining us at Black Hollywood Live this week. Uh, Mr. Stefan, where can your fans find you during the week? If y'all want to be my fans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, you guys can look me up on Instagram and on Twitter at I am more fire. And Miss Popra, where can they find you? On Twitter, I'm at Popra. On Instagram, The Real Popra. And on Facebook, Popra Host Actress. I'm oh, the only Popra in the world, so you Popra's can find me. Popra. Alright, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Don't forget to go to BlackHollywoodLive.com and vote in our buzzer meter question for this week. The question was, did the new reports about Cosby change your opinion? Let us know. We'll let you know what y'all said it did. next week. It might not have for everybody. We'll Shame on you, Mr. Cosby. <laughs> Thank Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. You're so lazy. 
from producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.